Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the, the sports historian, Lex Anderson. You know what it is. NBA All-Star Game. Like, save the nonsense about my handles. That can wait. But all you need to know is that this TikTok Live, you can follow me on TikTok at Sports Opinion Log. And this podcast, you can listen to it in its entirety. Click the link on my bio in TikTok or just go to Spotify and type in Sports Opinion Log. The sponsor is Red Eye Sweeties. Follow them on the gram at Red Eye Sweeties. That would be Red Eye S E W W D I E S. Follow them on the gram. Tell them Lex Anderson sent you. Speaking of sending, <clears throat> NBA All Star Game. Sending social media into a tizzy, into a frenzy, because people are simple-minded simpletons, and they're sheeple, and they bray like the mindless cattle that they are. They declare the NBA All-Star Game is dead. We wish this was the Kobe, Jordan era. I say no thank you, it's 2024. Stay current, stop living in the past. Would you prefer the NBA All-Star game end in a final score of 90 to 85 perhaps i'm here to tell you no fucking thank you give me nba all-stars lighting it up oh by the way nba players don't play no defense in the all-star game guess what dummy they never fucking did yes and that's it i'm gonna curse enough with being conservative f it fuck it screw it this is what it is people are stupid they complain but they will tune in anyway. So do all of us a favor and shut the fuck up. I can't believe all these stupid TikToks that I see from nobodies who are know-nothings getting six figures for saying dumb shit. NBA All-Star Game is dead. No, it is not. Thank you, Roberto. Yes, the NBA All-Star Game was legit. You know why? Because you have the best players in the world under one roof playing basketball. So whether you like it or not, a simple-minded sheep is going to tune in anyway. I don't care if you watch the first half, second half. I don't care if you watch a quarter. All they need you to do is tune in. I bailed out by the second half. By the way, final score, East 211, West 186. If you recall in my last podcast episode, I, the prophet, did decree, look for there to be someone dropping over 200. I thought it would be the West. Turned out it would be the East. But guess what? Sports Opinion Log, live and direct here in New York City. I reside on the East Coast. It's about goddamn time that the East Coast won. And you know what? Being a sports historian, I will give you the breakdown of it because people seem to have forgotten that from 2017 to, no, from 2006 to 2017, the West was mopping the floor with the East, okay? It got so bad that Adam Silver, the commissioner, the genius, who, by the way, gave us a beautiful LED court for Friday and Saturday night. Thank you very much. Three-point shooting contest. That's all I saw. I missed the skills. I got to see Curry and the female chick whose name I don't know. Sorry, not sorry. It's all about Steph Curry. Thank God he pulled out the win. You know... If anyone remembers her name, tell me I don't really care because, you know, she said she would shoot from the men's three because if she beat him, she didn't want people on social media to make an excuse. 
She came out hot. It was cool. But let's be real. Curry is the better man. That's all I will say. And he won. So we're happy with that. And we're happy with the three-point shooting contest. When you hit the money ball, the LED court lit up. My girl, for some reason, was obsessed with the starry lemon and limes. But guess what? The people who were in those costumes had literally the best seat in the house. So say what you want about the lemon and lime starry, which I will never drink because I don't like Pepsi. Fuck Pepsi. I drink Coca-Cola. But at the end of the day, the starry lemon and lime were on the bench with the NBA All-Star players. So uh, hopefully the pay for the gig was good. But again, best seats in the house. You really can't beat that. And when you hit a money ball, this court lit up for the celebrities. The three-point line moved with the four-point line. And people who are complaining, oh, it's going to be too distracting. Oh, the players won't be able to see. Oh, I won't be able to see the players. Simple-minded simpletons. Sheep. Sheeple. Like, goddamn, people are so dumb. All people do on social media do is complain. I would say 90 to 95% of the garbage out there is invalid. It's invalid garbage. Roberto, thank you. Yes, the court was dope. How are they going to move for... And then when you hit the four-point play, the four-pointer, the fours flew across the court. Makah Parsons dominated. <clears throat> I think he had like 30-plus points. Uh, Stephen A., people for clickbait were saying when he slipped, he had to be hospitalized. But let's be real. Between, honestly, with all due respect, Stephen A. Smith, I had met him at NBA All-Star Game 2011 at the concession stand. I believe he was getting a glizzy too, but our eyes locked. I head nodded, he head nodded me back. It's all good. Gilbert Arenas, he's a weirdo. He avoided eye contact. I will now and forever always hate Gilbert Arenas. Hibachi, fuck you, for real. You're a weirdo, you're an oddball. And when you got outed from the NBA with gunplay, I was happy because I had prayed for your downfall the day you ignored me and my boy. And you ain't even that tall. Like, dude's claim to fame is dropping, what, 50 plus, 60 on the Lakers? Like, give me a break. Gunplay Arena's talking like he's the Holy Grail. Get the fuck out of here. After they had that court on during the All-Star game. Well, you know, uh, Roberto, that was the NBA's competition committee. Joe Dumars, you know, they have to keep it with the um, hardwood court. But it was pretty cool. But between Stephen A slipping in red bottoms and being at Yankee Stadium and unable to complete the pitch to the mound, like this dude needs to be stripped from talking about sports. And then he had the nerve to blame LeBron for the reason why All-Stars don't want to participate in the slam dunk contest. This, and I don't want to, right, he's got the platform, right? Stephen A world which he stole from my dame lex anderson world thank you very much but you have disney and the corporate sponsors backing you give me a break but he just looks for clickbait and it's nonsensical you're a superstar you can do whatever you want no one's going to follow lebron oh if lebron ain't going to do it i ain't going to do it do you have proof like my god and him and shannon sharp Woo, shannon sharp is losing himself <laughs> Shannon Sharp is losing himself. But you know what? I'm happy for him. 
Skip showing him the boot was the best thing that could have happened to him. But Mace almost let Shannon Sharp have it. So Shannon Sharp needs to fall back because if Mace was to really say what he wanted to say, it would be over for Shannon Sharp. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you can tell by Mace's talk, like, out of respect, I'm not gonna end you. You know that Mace could bring that. Mace, I should do a TikTok about that. Mace, you don't... Shannon Sharp should be grateful. He's a three-time Super Bowl winning tight end, had big plays. But if Mace was to let loose, it would be so over. It would be so over that I think Shannon Sharp would actually have to invite him on his podcast. Like, I think that Mace, it would potentially blow ether out the water. Like, think about it. Like, Mace could talk bad about you or he could rap about you. If Mace was to rap about Shannon Sharp, it would be over. Shannon would have to have him on his show. Like, yo, we need to sit down and talk about it. Him and Mike Epps. What the hell is all of that about? God help us all. NBA All-Star Game. Again, started by Tyrese Halliburton, five of six from three. To start the game, Damian Lillard nailed 11 threes, including a logo shot. The numbers are amazing. Carl Anthony Towns had 50 points in the NBA All-Star loss. That doesn't happen too often. Cat, 4 of 13 from 3. Cat's the reason why the West lost. 4 of 13 from 3. Meanwhile, Tyrese Halliburton... 10 of 14 from three. Damian Lillard, 11 of 22 from three. Guess what? Both teams combined for 168 three-point attempts. Do you know how happy I am? I don't give a damn about these, these complaining sheep. These complaining sheep don't know anything, bro. 168 three-point attempts? Yeah, sure, why not? Launch as many as you can. All these silly naysayers, why don't you try launching threes from half court and tell me how your arms feel afterwards? Of course, Damian Lillard also walked away with MVP. 39 points, 6 assists. Again, 11 three-pointers made. Being a sports historian, I do have to note that he became the first NBA All-Star, Damian Lillard, to win the three-point contest and the NBA All-Star Game MVP in the same season. Well, I'll be damned. Well, let's see if he could step it up for the Milwaukee Bucks. I honestly don't care because the Bucks again, are 3-7 and seven under Doc Rivers. And I'll talk about J.J. Redick in one minute because I do not want to digress. The important thing that you need to know is the history between the East and the West and stop complaining about the fucking All-Star Game. It's a thank you to the corporate sponsors. It's not for you. They make you believe that you're a part of it. Place your votes. I signed up for the emails. Place your votes. Some days it'll be worth double. Some days it'll be worth triple. Vote as many times as you can or want or once a day, whatever. The Lakers play has been so bad, I placed zero votes, which is 
why I know how this works. Yao Ming literally had a country behind him. Yao Ming never deserved the NBA All-Star game. Give me a break. So where do we start? Okay, hold on here. So you start 2006 to 2011, five-year period, right? East, West, East, West, East, West. Evenly matched. 2012 to 2017, West, West, East, West, West. <laughs> West, right, so one, two, three, four, five, and six NBA All-Star games, the East only took one. It was looking bad for the East, which is why Adam Silver had to change it up. And what did he give us? Vote for a team captain. We're going to have an NBA draft. We have to mix it up because the West was crushing the East. So I am happy that the East annihilated the West. Again, final score, 211 to 186, the highest scoring game in NBA All-Star history. Thank you very much. I don't want 90 to 85. We're not in Jordan Kobe era anymore. No one wants to get their nose broken. Stop living in the past. It's 2024. It's okay. But guess what happened when you made LeBron, by the way, who was voted? So how are people on my LeBron TikToks call it, saying I'm glazing? I didn't single-handed I I didn't single-handedly send LeBron to being the team captain and from 2018 to 2022 LeBron was undefeated. 5. LeBron was 5 and 0 as a captain who drafted Giannis finally won last season. So the NBA said, you know what? Finally, someone beat LeBron. Let's go back to the East versus West format. But now let's switch it up. I, the prophet, shall decree here and now. Look for in the future, Benjamin79. How are you doing tonight? Benjamin underscore 79, excuse me. Y'all make sure to follow him. Benjamin, welcome. So what do you want? Like, this is as good as it gets. Give me Team USA versus the world. David Stern passed off to Adam Silver, a global game. Adam Silver has grown it. Social media was dominated by Nikola Jokic and Luka hanging out together. Like, okay, bromance, love fest, whatever, right? Team USA versus the world. SGA is, I believe, Canadian. Then you have Luca. Then you have Nicola. Then you have Embiid. It would be crazy. <laughs> Team USA would get mopped by Team World. Mopped, I tell you. Do I have anything else to add to, about this NBA All-Star game? Um, oh, yes. The final numbers, which is why I'm making this podcast. All right, let's pin that acknowledge. Benjamin underscore 79, thank you very much. Wait, where's my first clip? I screenshot too much. Okay. The All-Star game averaged 5.5 million viewers. The second lowest figure on record, 
trailing last season. However, TNT, TBS, True TV, and Max, the game saw a 20% increase from last season. So the game drew an average audience of 5.5 million, but was up 14% from the record low viewership a year ago. What are you going to do? You can't make these guys play defense. And I just have to add real quick, at the end of the day, please stop comparing the NBA All-Star Game to Major League Baseball All-Star Game. You sound stupid because, number one, they're two different sports, dummies. Do dummies not realize this? MLB is not the NBA. People are like, oh, they need to do what the uh, MLB did, the winner of East versus West. Give them NBA Finals advantage no matter what. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, what? Shut up. This makes no sense. If you are voted, since no one knows that MLB and the NBA are two different sports, when you are voted to start an MLB All-Star game, that means you are the most dominant pitcher in your league, if not baseball. So imagine if Garrett Cole had went to the mound in his MLB All-Star start, All-Star game start, first time ever, and imagine he gets rocked. He gives up home runs. Cole would be a laughingstock. I have never seen a starting MLB pitcher in a MLB All-Star game. It's not That's why you have the home run derby, because I'm not going to give you something to hit. So please stop comparing the NBA to Major League Baseball. You sound stupid. And how do these stupid content creators and channels get over six figures in views for saying dumb, stupid shit? Am I going to watch The Chamber? Yes, but I'm mixed between, um, Aaron, I'm, I'm mixed between getting up to see it at five or watching the replay when I get in from work. We'll see. So Garrett Cole dominates. And guess what? Almost, almost every pitcher who pitches in the All-Star game, their goal is to dominate. They hardly give up home runs. You, you need singles or you need some defense. You got to stick like it is hard to score in the MLB All-Star game because you have the best pitchers against the best hitters. What do you want from NBA players? Like, what do you want? I want this. I I need there to be 188 three-point attempts. It's so amazing that they did this in four quarters. The NBA even gave us a quarter with no shot clock, and everybody was so stupid. How is this going to work? I don't understand. Why would you uh, take away the shot clock? How, how are we going to get a score? There was such an in-depth article. There was like a the Nationwide Sports Leader had the craziest article about Adam Silver implementing no shot clock in the All-Star game. Like, there was a dude who came up, who was a mathematician, who came up with a formula that you could do a calculation to come up with a winner with no shot clock. Like, that no shot clock thing, that was in play for, like, I'll say maybe over five years. 
everything they're giving to us is not, oh my God, here it is. It's being implemented. Like if you look up the NBA All-Star game, like they have meetings and conferences. You see the hoes are just concerned about getting with the NBA players and, you know, who could change my life forever. You know, hoes got to do their business, hold it down. I ain't mad at them. You know what I'm saying? The hustlers, they got to do the same thing. But that's why I say it's a thank you to the corporate sponsors because they're working on the game plans to set forth the future of what you view. So stop complaining. Just be the complicit sheep that you are. Be grateful you're alive to see this game and just tune in and shut the fuck up. It's really easy. You don't like the slam dunk contest? Why don't you be a better person? Why don't you make an NBA team? Why don't you join the slam dunk contest? Like, shut the fuck up. No one cares. Call up the G-leaguers. I don't give a damn. Call up college players. I don't care. Like, who cares? Oh, players aren't athletic dunkers anymore. I don't care. Oh, if Kyrie played in the 80s, that can't be possible because the game has evolved. So stop giving me Kyrie Irving crossing over slow white dudes in the 80s. No shit. (laughs) There's an article, for God's sake, about Kyrie's crossover. I stay reading about this shit. There was an article about Kyrie's crossover because his crossover is so nasty. They said that it is an offensive part. It's an offensive weapon. Do you know what that... Do you know what that says? Do you know what that says? Does anyone even want to think anymore? You made an article about Kyrie's crossover being used as an offensive weapon because that's how great it is. Like, I I remember I was watching one game. I forget, but Kyrie was playing. I forget the team. I want to say Timberwolves, but it's like Kyrie is dribbling in the paint, right? And he's just like, the way he was moving in the paint, I'm like, how are you dribbling in the paint like this? Like you have big men like coming towards you, like they're trying to box you in and Kyrie's like dribbling out of their attempted box out. And I'm just sitting there like, no way. Like Kyrie Irving would destroy any human man on earth who like, you know, like they need to make a commercial. Yo, if I was to defend Kyrie, like, uh, let me not say give any ideas. <laughs> let me not give any ideas. We know that people steal content. I'm not giving you no commercial ideas. Sorry. You got to put me on. Fuck that. So speaking of put on, now let's transition. J.J. Reddick, Black History Month, wants to slam Doc Rivers for not being held accountable again for the Bucks being 3-7 and seven in their 10 games under him, in which I blame Dame Time Damian Lillard for hitting worthless, useless, midcourt, logo threes in the All-Star game, but yet people across America, their parlays are suffering because Dame Time isn't hitting his target numbers. 
See, I don't even gamble and I know this shit. Why? Because it's all over social media. That Dame Time sells out on threes, on parlays. He's a bum. <laughs> he is a bum. You're keeping people from getting paid. The system is rigged. I can't stand this shit. This feels like stand-up comedy. It feels like stand-up comedy. I don't know why, but it just does. So, J.J. Reddick is a clown. Number one, he's a former Duke fluke devil. I represent North Carolina, so already I let you know my inherent bias and my absolute hatred for anything that J.J. Reddick has to say, even though sometimes he does have some good talking points, but no, not in this one. Not on Black History Month. I actually am agreeing that Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly, <clears throat> replied, talking about how Doc saved his career, started you when no one else wanted to, and you retire, go on TV and say that. And I'm all for it. So I decided to do some digging because being a sports historian, it seems that people don't know, but I'm here to tell you the LA Clippers in over, they've been around what, over 52 years have never been to an NBA finals. Never. And guess what? JJ Reddick, four years with Doc Rivers with the Clippers. So guess who I'm blaming for the Clippers never getting to an NBA Finals, let alone winning one, which they still have been able to do. I blame J.J. Redick because J.J. Redick is a white man who's a terrible shooter, playoff-wise. He's no Steve Kerr. He's no John Paxson. He's not even Judd Bushler. We got J.J. Redick going to act like he ain't shut down in the playoffs? This guy was trash, all right? So fuck you, J.J. Redick, number one. So let's see, 2013 to 2014, playoff points, 13.3. Next season, 2014, 2015, 14.9, 2015, 2016, 13.5, 2016, 2017, 9.1. J.J. Redick, my man, you have been trash. You've been trash. No one ever thinks of J.J. Redick and NBA playoffs. J.J. Redick doesn't have any NBA playoff moments. You could watch Jordan last dance, see him passing off to Bushler, Kerr, Paxson, series clinching, NBA finals winning. J.J. Redick ain't shit, bro. Fuck J.J. Redick. And again, I enjoy getting on Doc Rivers, blowing all those, you know, having blown the most leads in NBA history, playoff history head coach. It warms my soul. It makes me laugh. He had a so-called dynasty with the Celtics. He only got one chip. And I'm not complaining because Kobe definitely could not rest in peace. Kobe loved and missed always, now and forever. There's no way Kobe could have lost to the Celtics again in the NBA Finals. Like, he could not allow his career to go out like that. So he made that happen. J.J. Redick averaged 13.2 points, 1.9 rebounds, and 1.4 assists in 40 games for the Clippers 
in the playoffs in his career. That's trash. The Clippers, wasn't J.J. Redick a part of them when they were doing the Lob City bullshit and you averaged 1.4 assists? I would be good for five. I would be killing it. J.J. Redick is a bum, and he's a Duke fluke devil. Nothing he says is fucking valid. So good job, Pat Bev. <laughs> Phew. Okay, we are moving in good time. Is there anything else I want to add? Elimination Chamber. I will be 50-50 until Friday night. That's all I can say. But if there are people who are going to be up, I might go live. But I ain't going live for only five people. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You're wasting my time and my TV and my electricity. Can't have that. Oh, and let's not forget the king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness, LeBron James, NBA All-Star game number 21. Year 21. That's insane. And still high-flying. 21st year, 20th NBA All-Star game. Oh, and by the way, LeBron will be hitting 40K in points. So acknowledge your king. <laughs> acknowledge the go. Like, stop being silly. Silly nillies, right? Stupid sheep. That's what they are. Okay, so I also see something here about college football. So we're going to segue the NBA talk. Oh, and yes, Lakers, Warriors tomorrow. Will I go live in the second half? We shall see. Game time decision. That's all I could say. Breaking news. College football playoff has approved the move to a 5-7 format for the 12-team field starting next season. Yes, now everything is going to be severely watered down. Did we not learn from Georgia TCU? Do we really want this to happen? The five highest ranked conference champions plus the next seven highest ranked teams as determined by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. This sounds like it's worth a TikTok. Let the corruption begin. <laughs> Let the corruption begin. Okay, we have hit the 30-minute mark. Uh, real quick, I guess I'll talk about the Yankee spring training. Oh, Eric Hosner announces his retirement. Wow. He did win a World Series with the Royals 2015 over the trash-ass New York Mets. Four gold gloves, All-Star Game MVP in 2016. Okay, I guess someone decided to call it a career. Good for him. But back to baseball, Yankees. I'm just going to keep it real. Don't really care. Call me when it's opening day. That's all I live for. I don't care about seeing Juan Soto with his stupid, subtle shuffle as he gets punched out by Nesta Cortez. Give me a break. Like, I, I cannot believe... But it's my fault. I follow all these sports accounts. I follow all these Yankee accounts. I am here for the regular fucking season and fucking opening day. I don't give a shit about Soto shuffling at the plate. It looks stupid. In my opinion, 
Soto, in case people haven't realized, is switching from the NL to the AL. He is going to struggle whether you want to acknowledge it or not. The writing's on the wall. See, it's easy for an AL pitcher to go to the NL and dominate. But when NL comes to the AL, they struggle. Oh, thank Carlos Rodon. <laughs> okay? Evidence A. So um, I want to see how Yankee fans love him when he goes into his first slump. And again, I am not being negative. It's baseball. 162 games. Everybody falls into a slump. Will his be on the road? Will it be at home? Like, remember, he played in San Diego. It's nice and warm. Due to climate crisis and global warming, Yankee Stadium is cold. I used to go to baseball games in April for my birthday because it was spring. It used to be 60, 65 degrees. It's cold until like June. And then April showers bring May flowers. So it's cold with rain. Like, you won't catch me at the stadium till like, June or July. It's got to be warm. I don't know how NFL fans could do it, being out there in the cold. Fuck <laughs> Fuck that. I ain't sitting in the cold of anything. We better go when the season starts and it's warm. That wild card playoff game between the Steelers and the Ravens, it looked like hell on earth. There, It rained. I think it was the entire game. And it rained so hard. I couldn't believe how hard it was raining. It, it was like the cameras were just wet the entire game. And when they pan out and you see everybody's raincoats are just so wet. And I'm sitting there like, those must be some durable ass raincoats because they're not moving like they're uncomfortable. And it's been raining all game. Like hard rain, like it wasn't like a drizzle, like it was, it looked like a storm. Like, <laughs> and everybody's standing out there with ponchos and jackets. And I'm like, how are you functioning? I would be crying to go inside. <laughs> I'm like, can we please go inside? Like, somebody call a rain delay, but that's the beauty of football, right? You have to go out there. <laughs> like, can I please go home? Someone send me home. Oh, I heard that Coco Golf had a run-in with a chair umpire again. Uh, having to shut down racism. I'll look into that. But, um, you know, I do want, and I don't want to say this like ending on a sad note, but I do want to, I do want to honor the memory of the young man who uh, lost his life on the motocross. If it would pull it up. Come on, stupid phones. I was trying to go without the laptop tonight, so I guess I'm paying the price. I am paying the price. I'm just looking for top news. Damn. 
Oh my God, Duke is up by 20 on Miami. That sucks. What happened to Miami's defense? Their defense is so dangerous. It's a damn shame. And you know it's a damn shame? This window isn't opening. Embarrassing. Uh, let me at least get his name. Jesus. Nationwide sports leader is junk. Well, I guess lesson learned. Next time I will go with the laptop because now I have to talk to avoid the dead air. Okay, so his name is Archer. I remember that 27 uh, did a triple backflip. One of three people to do it. Took him three years to do it. And he sadly died practicing that move. And I profess my love for X Games and, you know, X Games, Winter X Games, and how Sean White, snowboarding God, just put that sentiment out there. He was amazing, truly born to do what he did, the way he attacked the pipe and would generate energy to come out the gate and fly straight up into the air. Amazing. Ooh, fresh haircut alert. God damn. Yes, my barber. As for Carlito, at 101st Street Shop. Yep, and it's right there on 101st Street. On the one train in Broadway. Don't say I gatekeep. Oh my God, so I believe we've come to the conclusion of a beautiful episode, but however, I do have to have my in-closing. And my in-closing is that Bianca Belair potentially can go to 4 0 in WrestleMania. And if she does, Ida Prophet, I'm just gonna lay down the lay down the decree right here, right now, that if Bianca Belair goes four and O versus whoever her opponent is at WrestleMania, in my opinion, she can and potentially will be the female version of the Undertaker. I think so. Uh, now, if she gets Jade Cargill, as much as I love Jade, she's not really doing anything. You know, she's not a, she's not in Elimination Chamber. So, you know, I have no problem with Bianca Belair beating Jade Cargill. That would be a perfect 4-0, honestly. Even if it wasn't for the belt, like, that would still be a top Notch. That could be a co-main event, night one, night two. I'm just going to stand by that. So that's a beautiful in closing. I'm proud of myself. You can follow me on Instagram at sports.opinion.log. Might go live tomorrow. Until next time, Sports Fans Nation and soon to be worldwide, Lex Anderson signing out.